Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, and is this working? Yes. Yes, it is. It's not a tumor. I out too far <laughs> to tell whether or not the recording was happening or not. And I'm your host, Jake. And am I Riff? And I might be Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? It's pretty good. Do you ever feel like maybe you're just too zoomed out on life and you can't see what's going on? Yeah, I, I, now that I've been to space, everything just seems so unimportant now. Yeah. The petty squabbles of of warlords. Yeah. And, you know, the planet and ecology. No, only All the planet itself is the only thing that's actually important. Oh. So but it's I, just a j- big marble, and so yeah. now I, all I want to do is play marbles. Uh, all I want to do is replace all of my uh, my uh, incandescent light bulbs with LED light bulbs. Yeah. Thus accomplishing nothing. Place all my incandescent light bulbs with mice. If, if you were, I don't know, uh, building an entire house out of light sockets and you were using just regular light bulbs instead of incandescent or uh, LED light bulbs. Then that would be a really expensive house. That would be way more expensive than even normal houses, which are already pretty expensive. You'd cook. It'd be like being be warm. in a giant easy-bake oven. Yeah. LEDs don't generate that much heat, right? Well, LEDs don't. But if you did, if you did it with just a regular yeah. incandescent lamp mm-hmm. house, incandescent lamp house. Mm-hmm. LEDs get hot. I don't know if the size that they make an LED They're light bulb really supposed out of. to get that hot. I don't think if they get hot. It's because you're putting too much power in. Yeah, them. there's too much juice. They should could pedal be. slower. I'm assuming that your, all of your electricity comes from pedal power. We should. We could take all of the. Uh, incandescent light bulbs in the world and put them up the butts of all the men in the world and then uh, make all the funny x-rays in the world <laughs> it's not so much funny as horrifying because mm. man yeah i don't why, yeah i never viewed those as funny of all the stuff in your house that yeah that you could put up your butt that seems like terrifically poor choice i mean I, like, there was that the toy car that so they stuck up the butt in that episode of in jackass jackass, in jackass yeah. movie mm-hmm. like that wasn't particularly funny no his the the doctor's reaction was pretty funny though when the guy just kept insisting i didn't eat that i don't know where that came from right right <laughs> yeah doctor wasn't having it no nope. it's not the same as going and pooping in the display toilet at the hardware store <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> anyway yeah how you guys been good uh, yeah sure all right <clears throat> okay yeah low-key Working yeah, hard. Sleepy. We, uh, We've done nothing on Kingdom of Loathing in the last week. That's not I've been doing a bunch of work true. that nobody knows. Nobody yeah, been knows. Doing a bunch of work that nobody, nobody knows. knows. We, yeah. rolled out a, we rolled out a new challenge, challenge pass. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing Call that we can talk about. Um, what else did you do? Uh, oh, we, we talked to the humble people about yes. getting word realms word realms will probably sale. be on sale before you hear this maybe nice i haven't heard anything from them assuming that you are alien archaeologists billions of years in the future <laughs> i think i think they will they will email us when they have something to report do you think the alien archaeologists think, will yes email us? do you think billions think of gonna... years in the future an alien archaeologist will still be able to buy our game yeah yeah the humble store is eternal hmm. they made a deal with gog Gog, dog, Gog Almighty. Gog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I found. Uh, I was. I was cleaning out the garage a little bit this weekend. Yeah. And I found. Uh, I found a napkin on which uh, my my buddy and I at Denny's had formed a band called Skinbone and written a song about the devil. Skinbone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of his lines was something about a spicy meat log. It's all good with Gog. Uh, because Gog, in his mind, was another word for Satan. <laughs> huh. um, they, the humble store people, offered to host all of our Kickstarter backer stuff for free. Yeah, which I thought was very nice of them. Well, I mean, is it for free or is it just in exchange for using them as the store? I don't know. Was it contingent? I didn't know. If I there don't was a know. Contingency. I mean, I think it would be financially unwise of them to not try to make some money off of something that's going to cost them money. Um, but they weren't going to charge us. I assume that they would be some sort of fee for dealing with thousands of downloads. Like a FIFA. Like a FIFA. Yeah. Where they take all of your, uh, all of your Microsoft points and spend it on some sort of trading cards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of our, after, after the first week, I think of our 
3,400 ish backers, like 1,700 of them had downloaded the game. Hmm. So the other so. 1,700 are just long dead. No, I think, I mean, some of them <laughs> it was probably than two weeks. played it in the beta. Some of them are just busy, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I guess we are going to distribute those email addresses to the Humble Store, and then they will get a key for the new place where they will download it from because they won't get it from us anymore well they can i think i don't know that we would take down our are we going to keep it up to date though i don't see why not i guess we could we i mean the 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 way that i gave them the build was just giving them a key yeah so we could just keep doing that i also need to take before this airs i should probably get rid of the download keys that i issued to myself because they would be very easy to guess no that's probably not true. and they're, they're all <laughs> they're like one two three four five no no <laughs> if you if you know jick well you See. will you'll be able to figure them out but they're also so limited in use that it just doesn't matter yes. yeah that's true 10 downloads yeah that's it um well, do you guys have any other asymmetric publications business to talk about before we start answering these questions? Because I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I forgot to eat lunch. Oh, just like totally spaced Yeah, out. I just didn't. I, I was. I keep thinking that I'm going to bring in this leftover bean for lunch. And then just I a single don't. bean? Just the one bean? Yeah. Is it a big bean? <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay. It's, um, like a so kidney? it's a has bean. It's actually a cow kidney. It's the size kidney. of a kidney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Is that something that you eat? I guess you have a steak and kidney pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it cow kidney? It's like a beef steak and then chipmunk kidneys. Because a cow (laughs) kidney is too big and it would kill you. It's too much vitamin D. Oh, yeah. I think that's a polar bear liver. Yeah. I I think it's also polar dog livers. No, just polar livers. Polar livers in general, yeah. The liver of anything that subsists mainly on fish? I I, I don't know. Polar bear livers will kill you, right? Or is the it liver kidneys? of a Japanese person. It's livers, right? Livers would kill you. I think it's, like, it's livers. Like way high quantities of vitamin A. Oh, yeah. It was vitamin Toxic. D. It was vitamin was, D. It was like, it, was it basically a. burns you up because it is equivalent to being in the center of the sun. <laughs> oh, that's a problem. I remember hearing that in the context of like, if you're in the sled dog races and you crash oh. and are stuck in the snow for weeks don't eat your sled dogs well you can eat the sled dogs just don't eat the livers because that will kill you that will also probably kill you yeah don't let them eat you because that will also kill you you don't want to eat their poop because it's knives <laughs> oh right they that's the that's the trick that they learned that's they, they evolved beyond mm. eskimos yeah their poop is already knives uh i accidentally typed in toxic uh Polar bear lover. It's yeah, excess vitamin A. It totally is totally. Oh, huh. Well, I was wrong. Hypervitaminosis A. Hmm. Oh, that sounds like something that would give you a superpower. Yeah, man, that's a great conditions name. I mean, I feel bad for anybody that has died of it or whatever, but that's hypervitaminosis. Uh, so then, d- so then does hypervitaminosis T mean you died from drinking too much tequila? <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, yeah. <clears throat> ACM writes into Radio Bugbear back in the day. Why forest fl- Why forest fryer rather than forest florist? There's no comparison there, and a little whiff of potential for confusion in having him be a fryer. But no, it's about how only Hugh can prevent florist fryers. Yeah, and he wasn't supposed to be in the forest. He was supposed to be a familiar. We didn't really talk about that. The process. He was supposed to be a familiar, and I I think that this was a coincidence. Um, but I had one of those horrible, like a night where you're anxious about something and so you don't sleep well and it just seems like the whole night is you tossing and turning trying to solve some unsolvable problem mm-hmm. in your head. Like sometimes it'll be something like, oh, I can't get these Dr. Mario pieces to line up or whatever. <laughs> but what I happen to be thinking and about. also my life is a lie. <laughs> before this uh, before this was uh, implemented fully was God, this thing is going to fucking suck. This thing is going to suck to use. This is, it, mechanically, this is so fraught with compromises to get at the idea that we wanted that everybody's going to hate it. It's like, it's just going to be so fiddly and so complicated and everybody's going to hate it. We had and a couple of like... I came in the next day and was like, you know, let's make this not be a familiar. Then everybody will be happy with it. We had a couple of like things that we were going to do. When it was going to be a familiar, when you planted the stuff... It, would, it was going to be a little more convenient, maybe, because there would be a link right after a combat to plant something in that zone. 
with your familiar there. But then we had this thought that it, the plants would be more effective if you had the familiar out and less effective if you had some other familiar out. Right, because otherwise there'd be no reason to ever... There'd be no reason to use him more than a couple times a day. Right. But also then we were like, well, it kind of sucks if he can only give one plus items plant a day or whatever, right. that's mostly what you want. So well, maybe he has different plants in different zones. And then I had been thinking for a long time about dividing the zones up and categorizing them. And I was like, I don't know if these categories make any sense. So I'm just going to go through and count them and see if they ha if there's a reasonable spread it turned out to be pretty yeah it's not perfect but it's pretty good yeah it's i mean it isn't balanced but it, it wouldn't be that would never be our goal right it's like oh well shit we need to make some more indoor environments i, I mean it, i could imagine it being one of my goals right like that's the kind of bullshit that i try to yeah make happen yeah. and then you're just like shut up stupid make it fun there were also some dubious. I, I don't think I ever say that. Uh, no, I probably say literally exactly that <laughs> all the time. Nick Nack says, can the public profile display your best PvP ranks, etc., without having your stone broken? When I forget to break the stone, I'd like PvP to stay in profile. No, I think that's probably on purpose. Yeah. You don't get to you don't get to just rest on your laurels unless mm. your laurels are a trap. Comic Sans. Unless they're particularly hardy. Comic Sans. Oh, oh, I see you. Okay. You weren't actually making it. You were just talking about something else like this, which is not being able to display your PvP stats in your profile is the same as speaking in Comic Sans yes. in PvP. Yes. Comic Sans on my screen at that Resolution. size does not read as Comic Sans. I didn't really understand why that was supposed to be funny. Oh, I see. Um, I guess because I am unlike you're, you're font crazy blind. people. I... You've no, got I font just, blindness. I don't, I don't think that blurry, illegible text is awesome. Unlike everyone else on Earth, I dislike things that are bad. <laughs> uh, look at this. Look at this. It's non-native resolution on this monitor, so it's blurry. Yeah. But on here, it looks great. Oh, I mean, you say blurry, and it's totally legible. What? No. It yeah, I can read it from over it. here. Yeah, okay, you can read it. It is legible. This is legible. the best radio. In the same way as, like, if you... <laughs> the screen that you cannot see right, is blurry. But, but what, so it's... Imagine reading text in non-native resolution <laughs> and how fucking horrible that is. And these guys are saying, no, it's great. In you fact, when I'm reading magazines, play... I often dump an entire jar of Vaseline onto <laughs> each page so that I can read it through Vaseline. What? It's legible. It's I much easier to rub it, it on your eyes. Jake, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, you also refuse to play video games if the pixels aren't square. That is not true. I When I am running games on an emulator, I will... In fact, every time I go to play an NES game, uh -huh. now this is no longer the case because I found one that's good and I keep it in my Dropbox so it's there no matter what computer I'm on. Okay. There are some NES and SNES emulators that will not just scale pixels up and leave them square. There are some where you can't turn off anti-aliasing or you can't turn off those that fucking disgusting interpolative scaling huh. that just makes everything ugh, it just makes every nes game look like a series of brightly colored puddles <laughs> it's, uh, it's awful is that is that your favorite tori amos album yes oh man I, the other night i almost rebought a tori amos cd yeah but then I thought, no, the reason that I am considering buying this CD on iTunes is because I, there is no path for me to take MP3s that I ripped from a CD that I own and put them on my telephone. You say no path. There is not one. Well, you refuse to use iTunes. Well, yeah. I, I mean... There's got to be some way. I probably could install iTunes now because there is no media on my phone iTunes will not insist on deleting all my fucking media when I plug my phone in to it. So, are you sure that it won't insist on deleting your non-existent media? Yeah, I, well, I'm not. It might ins it might insist on deleting all the media that I don't. Anyway, not going to talk about this. <laughs> Tristero says, "Oh no, wait." T Tatter says, "Since it wasn't spaded out, what was last season's mystery mini?" I don't remember, and I think that if if Hot Stuff did remember, he would probably elect not to tell you. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know if... Steve I was never told. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Huh. Yeah. They never told anybody in dev either. I, th I think that Chris told me, 
but now I just don't remember what it was. I'm, you know, maybe maybe the reason they get faded so fast is not because we're terrible at it, which we totally are, but uh, because uh, Dev just leaks it like a sieve. Oh, and because Dev didn't know, nobody knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody's on that. Somebody's I think it was just particularly hard. To, what do you call that? On the Not on the dole. On the nod. On the nod? I, on the take. On the take, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. my insistence early on that it be based on something that was always visible made it much easier to to test and i think if cd moyer did not do that this time then that's going to make it much harder i'm almost sure that it is i I don't know um it is possible that he made it based on something that is only visible on dev and that we forget is not visible to normal people or maybe is only visible to gms or, or something to the blind because all of their other senses are heightened. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The Tristero says PvPing optimally requires stringing casual runs together. It's a degenerate strategy that really isn't much fun for anyone. Would you consider resealing the hippie stone and making the stone unbreakable for maybe three days when a character drops to casual? That should go a long way towards preventing the casual run PvP shenanigans. Um, I mean, I hadn't considered that as a solution. We've. I'm sympathetic to this problem. Yeah, because it's, it's bullshit. It is, and, and so the entire idea of casual runs like it is at this point a system that is just characterized by its abuse well okay so i don't think like cannon fire wasn't abusing chaining casual runs to burn through it was an abuse of what their like their their intent is just for people to be able to play the game without a bunch of restrictions their their intention was not to make it so you could play an infinite number of turns per day if you were willing to waste enough meat um that was a side effect. Yeah. You know, I think that this is something that we should probably deal with. Uh, PvP is C.D. Moyer's baby. So. Well, so we, we definitely, dim- we greatly diminished the extent to which it is a thing with the change that rolled out to Valhalla. With and that's, that's just a permanent thing across all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the thing that you can't start more than one softcore run in a day or something? You can't start more than one non-casual run okay. in a day. So not, why, why, why did you make that non-casual? Why not runs in general? Well, because we didn't you, want... You still can chain casuals if you want. Yeah, we, right? didn't wanna, we didn't really want to just stop people from chaining casuals. What we wanted to do was stop people from... We wanted to make it so chaining one-day runs is just... It's never a thing. Like, it is just impossible. This is a... The beanstalk takes the a beanstalk day Beanstalk takes it, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, because right now what people do is they start off in softcore or hardcore or whatever, do what they need to do to try to increase their... PvP stats yeah. and then drop mm, to casual, it, yeah. and then so you finish can do the it run once a day now. Still, right. I guess, which that just fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. Some some seasons, it's probably not ad, as advantageous. Like, yeah, but I then don't. those are the seasons that are less fun because high level level campers are are broken in that way so you know it's <clears throat> it's a it is a tough system balance to balance for in my head i've been like trying to think of yet more interesting sort of boss fight mechanisms because i feel like we're gonna do some more boss fights in the future and it's tough it is tough given how many tools we have given the players to to beat monsters to wreck shit yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it does get... It's a little dissatisfying to just say, oh, you can't use items against this guy. Right. You can't use skills against yeah, this I hate, guy. Yeah, I hate taking away a bunch of toys just to... Stop to prevent, pre- to prevent, to prevent trivial like four or five toys, you know? Yeah. So I, I have... Yeah, we have some ideas, I guess. Casey Wiederman says, huh, my high school was adjacent to a graveyard. Is that a thing? <laughs> the cemetery next to the old folks' home was a more sensible juxtaposition. <laughs> wow. You know, I bet not as much as you'd think. Unless it was like the only old folks' home and the only cemetery in in town. Uh, like, plus, you gotta go somewhere. Well, right? like what they, if you just lived on a conveyor belt? <laughs> and like, the, like, you know, the hospital and then it's just, you know, just... Your school is somewhere, well, but, you know. So there would need to be miles. A, there would need to be to, a mortuary between two to five. the folks home, and the, there would need to probably be a hospital and a mortuary and a funeral home in between the old yeah. folks home and the cemetery. Well, but maybe they could just be, all be the same thing. 
So, or, well, so okay. I guess I, so. I guess you in are this, right that if there was one building that served every purpose, then uh, okay, it it's basically just to, a meat it grinder could be adjacent in the, to any other building in the conveyor belt culture. Maybe we're okay <laughs> with the bodies sort of rotting for a little while as they fall, fall off into the hole at the end. So, is there like a bar in between? So that there's probably a bunch of the, bars for the Irish dead, oh, so they yeah. can have a wake. Yeah. You know. Because that you just let the corpse sit and rot, right? Because you have a few days before it really gets gross, right. I think. A couple days? 12 hours? I don't know. Depends, depends on, on the, the heat. Weather. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Depends on, it depends on how many maggots they ate right before they died. <laughs> oh. there, there are bodies that are preserved remarkably well. I mean, that's one of the, like... There was that lady made out of soap at the yeah. Mütter Museum. There's a, isn't that one of the, like, conditions for becoming sainted, is that your body does not decay? Huh. I don't know if it's. I feel like I feel it's like that's a condition. I don't know if it's one that all saints have this, or if that's a thing that many saints have. Yeah, so, I feel like it's. I feel like they, so they have like a checklist. Saint is to die by being seven, bronzed. Seven out, of, <laughs> yeah. seven out of ten is that lady in Goldfinger. You know, that's, <laughs> that was uh, just like gold spray paint, right? I'm thinking of the uh, of the TSR. Uh, 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 module for the Indiana Jones role playing oh. or no James yeah no it wasn't Goldfinger at all it was an Indiana Jones thing are you thinking of published carbonite? module <laughs> and it, wow this got really confusing yeah wow yeah and you're a nerd <laughs> I didn't know there was a TSR Indiana Jones role playing game yeah cause I gave gave it to you for your birthday a couple of years ago wait really yeah I don't remember that uh, I don't remember that mm-hmm I bought two of them. Are you sure it's not? I gave one of them to you. Star Wars and Carbonite? Uh, Still Harrison Ford. Still Harrison (laughs) Ford, so I'm not sure how you tell. Wow, now I feel like a jerk. (laughs) Is it on your shelf? Oh, look, I must know where it is. Yeah, I just just recently bought the Fantasy Flight, that new Star Wars RPG starter set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... uh, Yeah, I bought that with the intent that maybe I would run it for us, but that Yeah, I also bought it with the intent that maybe I would run it for us, and then I put it on a shelf with all of the other RPGs that I'm never going to run for us. It's got sweet custom dice. I love sweet custom dice. They are pretty cool dice. And I like... It uses... Macrame. Like, that RPG (laughs) has... Maps and little things, you know, little miniature oh, like things and gritty stuff. But it doesn't trinkets. really use any of the. It doesn't really use any of any of that for rules. It's just like this is sort of a visualization tool mm-hmm. for like yeah. where you are and stuff. Yeah. Because there is basically like there is point blank range, m- close range, medium range, and distant range. Yeah, and the rules for those are kind of. Eh, whatever. Yeah, they're like, you know? it, it literally says like, okay, it's right next to you, a little ways away, across the room, and down the street yeah, are the distances. That's, that's the, the definitions <laughs> for how, huh. how the abilities work and stuff. And then it's just like a lot of contested rolls with the weird, the sort of dice that they use. You never played the X-Wing miniatures game. I think those I dice are very not. similar. Where Are they six-sided? No, there are a bunch of D8s okay. in there. Um, I could have had a D8. There are some D12s. Mm. I think there might have been some D6s. But it'll be like, you know, it's like, okay, I won the roll, but something shitty happened. And the dice just present. It's like not, It's there There are like sort of failure successes and success failures, you yeah. know? Like okay. it, it's... it's in, it, there's, like, there's like four different symbols on them and there's like the the good symbols and the bad symbols and whether you have more good symbols than bad or bad symbols than good defines whether your role was successful and then the other two symbols are awesome symbols and shitty symbols okay <laughs> and so if you have if you if you lose your role but you had more awesome symbols than shitty symbols that it's like a failure but a and, failure butt. Yes, it's a failure butt. Uh and then and and converse wise, like if you lose the role but have more successes. Or yeah, win the role but have more, more failures, failures than you technically won but X happens or whatever. I see. Sort like of like you you hit him but then you're gun jammed. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Uh, Casey Wiederman continues, Jick, I'm not your friend anymore. Take back what you said about Chrono Cross. I'm sorry. It's fine for other people to enjoy that game if they want to be stupid babies. But I <laughs> just like... Hey. You like Chrono Trigger, but not Chrono yeah. Cross. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much exactly I feel like Chrono Cross also 
kind of fell in that very very early 3D graphics yeah, zone like Final Fantasy 7 did and it just looks terrible Snave says, any chance of having the daily cap removed from PvP fights? I'm fine with a 100 rollover cap, but it seems silly to cap them out prior to rollover. I didn't realize that was a thing. I, yeah, I don't remember that. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I will look into it, I guess. GreenN72 says, Dear Jick, have you ever thought about letting us sort Manuel monsters um, by how, how many factoids we've collected? As it stands, people have to use Mafia, which I don't like doing, and it seems like one of those non-power creepy quality of life things that you guys like doing. Make this a good radio question. What are your guys' opinions on Mafia and other <laughs> automation tools? What about auto-ascension scripts? I, I mean, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, I think Mafia probably allows people to stay invested in the game by... Reducing their real life time commitments. Yeah, but by allowing them to continue to like play their turns and not feel like they're hopelessly far behind, even on the days when they don't really want to <coughs> want to do it. I mean, yeah. Mafia as an interface enhancement suite is kind of crazy, you know. Yeah. And I wish, I wish that the vanilla UI was adequate. Was as good as that. Was was adequate to those needs. But I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change the vanilla UI to do all that stuff because it's too much. Oh, our vanilla UI. Yeah, no. Mafia's UI is incomprehensible. Is what I meant. It's like Neapolitan. It's not vanilla at all. Um, So I mean, in in a way, it's kind of like World of Warcraft, right? Like the the vanilla World of Warcraft UI mm. is yeah. absolutely sufficient to play World of Warcraft the way that I want to play World of Warcraft and every time you somebody hated looking at my screen when I oh, would show you Jesus yes yeah. it I, like it drives me fucking bananas to watch somebody play World of Warcraft with a bunch of add-ons like i i have i have at times used like uh, add-on <laughs> you know if I wanted a damage meter or something like if I'm playing during an expansion where it's actually hard right. and I need to mm-hmm. like I need to work to to do enough damage to not fail my group then I'll install recount or whatever but uh, man no nope it's great it's great that those exist it's great right. that you know I'm, I'm glad that people make them and I'm glad that people who want them have them to use but I wouldn't use it and I want to make sure that I want to make sure that KOL's native interface I, like I would like to reduce complexity of that interface over time hopefully without reducing the feature set by too much but if the feature set goes down a little bit oh well you know yeah we do this we've done this tradition of like keeping features around but behind uh, an optional screen paywall paywall yeah. <laughs> um and like that just that that begins to be daunting if somebody goes to the account menu and then is like why are there three thousand options here i don't even understand it's not that bad anymore well it's, well it's not but i mean there's still like 12 different tabs and in those tabs are you know 20 sometimes 20 different toggles or whatever yeah i don't know when i go to look at options i'm never intimidated by the number of things about the experience that I can toggle right because I mean they're all fairly you just read them and then you have a pretty good idea of what they do sure, and if there's something that's ambiguous we put some help text on them and you know it's just not not that big of a deal Uh, Casey Wiederman is basically proposing a a thing where it's like Kickstarter for Kickstarter where people spend Mr. A's basically we say all right, we're going to do a clan dungeon if you guys drop you know this is Casey Wiederman's suggestion. Yeah, so many Mr. A's worth of stuff into into this hole. So, one, people would be really grossed out by realistic numbers in that. Like, if we were to consider the, the number of Mr. A's that have to be donated for to just keep the lights on for a month, I think a lot of people would be very surprised by how high that number was. And... Because we actually are supporting six people with salaries to run this game. yeah in addition yeah. to in addition to all of the other expenses that yeah. that it incurs i mean that uh, so i also kind of just don't like i don't like the idea that we are sort of holding content hostage and forcing people to forcing yeah. people to pay a ransom for us to do it because like our native state is building big sprawling huge chunks of content right like that's that is who we are and saying well we're only like it it frames it as a thing that we do because we have to to make money and that's not at all how we operate and i don't you know 
opening us up to 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 criticism about that just seems like it's there's no reason for it you know uh, some other people just talking talking and talking and not asking questions or comments um, F says any plans to add more shirts or other merchandise to the store of loathing or do you have a warehouse full of boxes you need to get rid of first uh, are those paid models showing off the goods the really blonde guy in the Naga shirt freaks me out that's, yeah that's my friend a lot of them are just my friends from Cambridge and some or... of them are people who were there that one time we had a party at my old house yeah um, a lot of the models on the fuzzy the balls just artists friends and stuff yeah. I'm on there in a lime shirt we basically just had parties yeah. where in the in a room of the party we set up a photo studio and took pictures of people in the shirts we didn't pay anybody well we gave them beer we gave them beer yeah and, um, they, and they often and got we to didn't keep have to pay a, a photographer keep... because you're a photographer we, we did give them some shirts I guess yeah, yeah people got to keep a shirt usually when they did it so so I mean I guess technically they were compensated I mean Roy always insisted that the girls modeling his shirts do so without wearing bras and I was always just astonished that he was able to get away with that. That nobody, that nobody they all just did it. Eye. Nobody even batted an eye. Nobody thought it was creepy. I mean, well, in some like of the photos I, we like, we used uh, what was what are those things? Um, clothing, clothesline pins, clothes pins, clothes pins. That's the thing, right? To like, yeah, to bat. Oh, sorry, we need to tighten this up in the back to make your tits look bigger. Well, to, to take this to, picture of this shirt to just make the shirt not look dumb when somebody's just standing there right like it just the yeah, shirts no. don't look don't look interesting right? sure like, yeah but i just i feel if <clears> i <throat> if i cannot even imagine saying that out loud to someone because they i here's what i here's what i would imagine i would prefer if you did not wear a bra while you were modeling this shirt and then they walk <laughs> out and that was me slapping myself trying to make it louder but i'm all scruffy so there's <laughs> some shock right absorption off. now my jaw just kind of hurts <laughs> that probably would not happen no, but I just ima- like when I imagine myself asking a girl, even a girl that I'm friends with, huh. I guess maybe a girl that I was dating. Was Roy dating all those girls at the time, including the ones that were like married to me? Or because <laughs> that sucks. No, okay. we've done that multiple times. I, you know, I think most girls just don't care. Yeah, I guess. I don't want to put anything in the store ever. I would love it. <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I, I think I, I said it best the last time somebody said, if you could put one thing in the store, what would it be? And I said, a bullet. <laughs> because I, I just, you know, it, it doesn't really cause me any hassle. Right. It's you had just, to open the garage door the other day for all the glassware that arrived. No, I did. Yeah. And you I had to move, move your some car. boxes out of the way and move my car so they could deliver a pallet of glassware. Yeah. I gotta deal with all those fucking pallets. I guess at some point. Oh yeah, the back the back are just gonna catch on fire. There are there there are probably what fifteen pallets in the backyard of the office now. It's ten or fifteen. Yeah. I wonder if, considering as other customers, surely we must that we do enough volume that uh, that uh, 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 Tapatico would be willing to take over for us. I'd, I've I've considered that the the one the one thing We'd that have to really cre- gives me the prices of everything. Yeah, right? everything would have to be more expensive, and I mean, we would basically have to say like, all right, we want we're getting slightly less money than the almost no money we get now. And yeah, I don't know that we make any money. From yeah, it isn't. It is entirely possible that the store is just either neutral or costs us a very small amount of money in terms of salary outlay and and so because i mean you know we sell t-shirts for 15 dollars shipped which is just crazy you know yeah that is but it's you know they cost us seven bucks for the shirt and it's not, it's not quite that much it's like no well if, if you include printing yeah it's like it become it's like seven or eight dollars, and then about before then a, before then, it leaves the office and because of the envelope bucks, and, and yeah, all the stuff. Couple, yeah. so a couple bucks to ship, and and it's like yeah, we probably technically make money, but I guess you know. But even if you if include you, if you include all the time and the salary that we pay, it's I you know. Yeah. I don't so, think we're, we're not we're not bleeding money by having the store, and it's it's the fine. Dis, and the disadvantage like of using Topodico would be to as follows: at KOLCon, people like being able to buy stuff 
from us. Merchandise. And that wouldn't be a thing. Well, but really? people who do... We couldn't just sell stuff? Oh, because yeah. we wouldn't we have, wouldn't have supply. Yeah, yeah, the whole point of having Topatico do it is that we would not have a garage full of shit anymore. But all those webcomics guys go to different comic cons, and presumably they take stuff with them somehow to sell. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> who knows, man? We could just have Topatico come out to KOL kind of Set up a booth. Yeah. yeah. They're in LA, right? So they could just drive up. Uh, are they in LA? I thought they were in New York. Huh, maybe they are. I don't know why I think they're in LA. They might be in LA. I don't know. Um, hmm. Threadless is in Chicago, I think. Right? Okay. So I don't know what we could is. just have Threadless? Yeah. It's like a website that sells t-shirts. No. See, I'd, I would not buy a t-shirt. <laughs> from, from a website? <laughs> I have, yeah, I have, like... Huh. I don't think I've bought a t-shirt from a website except for the one, the Dungeons and Dragons Dunkin' Donuts shirt that I bought from pretty good shirt. whatever website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought a cat bug shirt the other day. Okay. I've bought a dozen shirts on the internet the past mm-hmm. couple years. I give a lot of them as gifts. I wear it. What am I wearing? I'm wearing a, I, I bought this shirt at a Jonathan Colton show. Huh. Because he... Does he, he make like, shirts for every city that he goes to? No, there's just, he just did a song called Good Morning Tucson. Oh, okay. And he was like... Hey, you guys should buy some of these shirts because I was like, man, this is great. This shirt's going to be really, really popular. And then it uh, totally wasn't. So we have a lot of them. <laughs> and if we're going to sell them anywhere, it's probably going to be here in Tucson. <laughs> so, it's good. Uh, Hikaruyami says, is there anything about peanut we haven't discovered? Or is he, or is he really <laughs> just a gimmick for peanut sauce? Oh, if he's, he's just a gimmick for peanut sauce. Sure, that's all he is. No value in and of himself. Next time, peanut. Next time. Uh, Glebe says, please make the Psychonauts style placeholder clan dungeon. It sounded like such a fun idea when it came up on that Thursday show, and the basement hasn't had a new permanent clan dungeon in like four years. I don't remember what that idea was. Placeholder clan just dungeon. Just make, just do it as fast as possible. Everything is just placeholders. Oh, You're just fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Fight. And then we do, yeah, just publish it as with, with yeah, the placeholders. 10,000 no-pick <laughs> monsters. Well, that or <clears throat> C.D. Moyer placeholder art. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, everything is my plant dot guys dick plant yeah hey hot stuff at all says the lone goldfish you guys were talking last week about using the kol tools to make smaller external projects but i was wondering if the graphics slash game engine from word realms could be used for a similar purpose much like double fine is using their brutal engine for projects like costume quest and stacking if i were to characterize the one thing that is the worst thing on earth (laughs) this is uh, this is part of why jake sort of just disavowed himself of Word Realms by the end. The the Word Realms engine is fucking garbage and it is basically impossible to develop content. It is very it it is very difficult. Everything everything takes five times as long as it should. I I was going to say a hundred times as long as 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 it should. should. Is my is is what I would say realistically it takes a lot longer. Like to add something like the Fight Club in Word Realms to KOL, I could probably do that in a week. I could add 16 monsters with some item drops and some stuff that they do in a fight. That took like a fucking year and a half. And it wasn't, I wasn't doing it full time because I would think, all right, so I'm going to devote this week to finishing up the fucking guys in the fucking fight club in Word Realms. And then I would sit down and I would start working on it. And an hour in, there would be something that just didn't fucking work and no idea why yeah no idea why almost almost everything almost all of the development problems that we had were from we had this conversation early on where i was like programmer what i would like is to be able to put a skill on a monster using a placeholder animation so that i can try out a skill that that a monster might have and programmer was like what do you mean a placeholder animation that's not really a thing that we can do and it turns out it wasn't. It turns out that you could not make a fucking skill without a placeholder animation, or with a placeholder animation. That's not technically You could have true. done some number of placeholder animations that had the proper frames. Right. Stuff. So much of the development process of Word Realms <coughs> was, okay, uh, well, I'm going to work on Word Realms today. And so you would go to load the alpha build, and it just wouldn't load. And so then, all right, well, I guess maybe I'll work on Word Realms six hours from now when the person who can fix this has gotten up and gone into work. It it is the worst fucking engine. It was the worst fucking workflow. It was fucking horrible, and I fucking hated every goddamn second of it and every goddamn dollar that I spent (laughs) making it happen. It... I was was working with the tools 
more than Jick was. And I, while I, there definitely were headaches, like it wasn't it wasn't quite as bad. I think it was I think it was particularly tough for you because you kept walking away from it and coming back to it. And like every time it was like climbing up a mountain instead of just jumping from mountaintop to mountaintop over pits of <laughs> alligators. <laughs> but I mean, the problem, the problem with it is just every, here's what would happen. I would say like, all right, well, I want to add a new skill to this guy. I right. have an animation for it. Right. So like, maybe the animation is cooked into the build. Maybe it's not. I don't know. So let's yeah, the, like, the number of steps, the number of steps right. to get something done is it, it's like a hundred steps, but to do the, something, the, the simple. troubleshooting process. And I mean, CD Moyer fixed a lot of this, but there was a lot of it that just apparently couldn't be fixed. The troubleshooting process was cut in, cut off at the knees by the fact that like, all right, well, so now I've got this new skill. And every time this guy tries to use this skill, it just locks the build up with right. no output at all. And maybe it's because there's a frame missing in an animation, or maybe it's because I specified an animation that wasn't listed in the animation XML file or had the wrong, there's yeah wrong tags in XML with something like, like if, if something was in if it was a an active attack and it was in the rest set instead of the attack set, that would that would usually just cripple. I mean, cripple and, and, and eventually you have to reload, got, and it eventually got to the point. Yeah, it would just it, like you would try something. It would and take then some minute it to would reload. Take minutes to to yeah. to have any idea what was going on, and so yeah. like after an hour of accomplishing nothing, I would just vow Scream. never again. Yeah, never again. Yeah. Well, I mean, so when. You and C.D. Moyer and I just got on the phone and all three of us were working at the same time. Like, you know, you were in, I was in like three XML files. You were like looking at the overall thing and looking at the numbers and C.D. Moyer was fixing the code on the back end. And then we would just sit around for, you know, a minute while it recompiled. Like that was a way to get stuff done, but it, it, it involved all three of us being intently focused on stuff for like eight hours a day for a week to to burn through what should have been relatively a bunch of right. what should simple what problems. Would have, what would have in KOL been two hours of work? Sure, right, and that's that's the shit that it, just in short fucking in crazy. short we are not going to be using this yes. engine I am, <laughs> as it stands for anything else. I, I, we have a bunch of art assets. I we have a bunch of we have a bunch of writing. We have a bunch of like there are a bunch of things that are good about. I swear the to process. God, as soon as it is safe for me to do this, I am not joking. I am going to burn a copy of that art repository software to a CD. I'm going to delete the original, and then I am going to throw the CD off of a fucking bridge. <laughs> I am literally going to. But do I don't this. know that it's ever going to be safe to do. Well, that. then I hope somebody else makes a copy of it before <laughs> I get around to doing that because I am not fucking kidding. I mean, you do that, and we can never put put out another version of the game, which you know. If if somebody discovers some debilitating bug, it's going to be really sad and be like, we deleted our ability nope. to update the game. <laughs> like I said, if you don't want that to happen, then somebody ought to make a copy of that. I don't even know what that means. If you, you do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what that means to make a copy of our, our repository. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, Cannonfire 40 says, <laughs> why isn't the challenge path C-Core? No, if the new challenge path is C-Core, I'll replace this question. Edit, not replacing this question, apparently. Uh, did anyone pull off a one-day big run in testing? No, we more or less concluded that it probably wasn't possible. And it if it is, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, that it would be so not fun that nobody would bother chaining them, but then we made it impossible to chain them anyway. Yeah. Uh, how are you possibly going to do a challenge path item of the month for this? I got an idea. You'll see. It'll be all right. It's just gigantic. That's the whole idea. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Jick's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Type three-handed sword. WVO Quine. One, challenge path design discussion, please. You know, b- almost none, almost no design went into this. It was... It was you You and I in the car being like, we should not... Th- so we were... Mr. Skullhead came up with a challenge path idea. It's a good one. And he he was working on it it's, it's for, pretty, it's for pretty release. Con- yeah, it's pretty content heavy, and it was it was being it was being groomed to be this yeah. this content this this challenge path. Uh, but then we decided, from a broader philosophical standpoint, to sort of do one avatar style path, 
one bugbear style path and then two trendy or very I mean, even very even, low key maybe bees hate you but even less content than bees hate you yeah. but just something the two of those a year so that we didn't overwhelm people uh like riff's grandmother who is here <laughs> who has to keep her phone turned up that loud otherwise she can't hear it uh yeah like we we are sensitive to people sort of feeling burned out by runs where you feel like you have to do 30 of them to to be complete and we also i think want there to be just less sort of intensity of us having to work on stuff that is challenge paths so that we can focus on having other cool content like finishing the sea we also wanted to do a challenge projects. path that didn't actively discourage people from being in the sea yeah um which is the that was sort that of the we, genesis of this yeah. was like what would be a way to like encourage people to be able to just jump in and just have dick, fun. dick around in aftercore during their run yeah maybe if they wanted to yep. uh but yeah, I mean, so there was, so then I, I just like, was like, it started out as just being a plus 200 monster level. Like you, right. You were at 200, 141, 141 or whatever. Like it, was, it was just weird. Um, and you had plus 200 monster level. Yep. And that turned out to be real, real shitty and low skill soft core or low skill hardcore for anything other than a muscle class, it did. And it was also just really unpleasant because you almost never got the jump on anything. Yeah, the, the initiative bonus from monster level was really d tricky to deal with. You also only ever fought rat kings in the cellar and you only ever fought swarms of ghoul whelps and you only ever fought oil cartels and, and yeah. whatever. Um, and so we ended up backing off of that and just not making it actual plus monster level. We went through a variety of formulas for trying to make it like not trivial in softcore, but trying to make it not impossible in hardcore and stuff, and ended up just throwing the pants in at the last minute to sort of shore up to shore up the cases we were trying to avoid without having to like dilute it for everybody else. That that sounds like a great phrase. It's it's like we had to throw giving in the up pants yeah. at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two, you guys have said you made Word Realms because the game you wanted didn't exist. Well, spoiler <laughs> alert, it still doesn't. So, <laughs> I, you know, you, the game is not exactly what you wanted, but I, I think the game is really good and fun. I, and, I know. And I'm the only person who looks at it and thinks <clears throat> that this is fucking garbage. Yeah. Which how, is really sad. How is how is is that just because of the the bad creation experience, or is the game itself as a game different than the game that you wanted to, to make those are inexorably intertwined yeah right i don't, I don't because think you can separate the thing is things. if if you had showed me this game and said you managed to make this in six months for thirty thousand dollars i would have said all right that's pretty good i can understand why these compromises happened if right. we had to do it that quickly but for five years and god knows how much the fact that we have the fact that we have spent half as much time working on fucking Word Realms as we did on KOL, mm. and it is one one millionth the game that KOL is. Well, what is, what what I'm wondering about is what those compromises compromises are. Like, what's different in the final? There's a ton Word of interface stuff that, that we would that if we had, if it was easy, we would change. Hmm. You know, like the dreams, the dream interface stuff is kind of terrible in a lot of ways like and a, a lot of those are compromises so much and so much so much of the stuff that exists so many of the systems so much <clears> of the <throat> stuff that word realms is made of is not where it was when i was finally satisfied with it it was where it was when i finally just fucking gave up hmm. and i see those things and i'm aware of all those things and at that point in the process it was probably it's probably acceptable you know it's probably not a thing that somebody would look at and think oh this is bad mm -hmm. but i look at it and think this is not what it could be but getting it to what it could be would just make it so it's never fucking done yeah um two uh yeah yeah. Uh, you've also said that you need to figure out what your next quick project will be. I've been waiting for a good version of a certain genre of game, and I think you guys would excel at making one. So I suggest a puzzle hunt video game. What I want is a game like Professor Layton, Puzzle Agent, or Murder Files, but with good, hard, clever puzzles. The puzzles in those games are almost universally Towers of Annoy, coin jumping, match removing bullshit. They mm -hmm. could be next to the jumble in a newspaper. I was so excited for Puzzle Agent, but it was terrible. Yeah. I want a game that's like a single player Story MIT hunter, Foggy Agent Broom's cool, Puzzle though. Boat, with many types of logic and word puzzles and meta puzzles, as well as integrated narrative. I still sometimes say that Foggy's PA magazine on my iPad is my favorite video game. Hell, you could see if Foggy's interested in being contracted. Thoughts? <clears throat> I mean, we 
we know him. He's here locally too. Yeah. I don't think that there is an audience for that. I think that the audience for that is like me and Hot Stuff and I mean, WVO Klein and I like think there is an audience of five thousand people for it, maybe. But I don't so know how you, many of those people you would could, pay for you it. Could, yeah, if you could make that <clears throat> game, if you could make that game for free nights and weekends while you had a day job that was putting food on your table, then that would be a great thing to yeah, exist. Foggy, but Foggy, as far as I know, does not live on P and A no, no, revenue. No, I mean, he's well, I mean, I haven't talked to him in like a year and a yeah. half or two, yeah, so I, I have no idea. But I mean, it was his income from P&A was negligible. It was it was small, yeah. Which is sad because it is freaking great, you know. But yeah, no, I I I would definitely be interested in that. I I don't know how quickly we could make that because making good puzzles is yeah very hard and time consuming. I still do want to do some like a low budget low commitment on our part version of the master theorem right mm-hmm. Just, I mean, we've written we've written 20 puzzles this is going to run for 20 weeks here's right. a leaderboard that's it right my i mean my current hobby project is a very similar sort of thing but there's no telling when that would actually be finished is this is is it like a puzzle novel yeah basically cool it, it's like a mystery hunt in book form that's also a mystery and also the ultimate hunting. answer the ultimate answer is b u t l e r <laughs> three alternatively what other games do you think could fall in this genre phoenix Wright and ghost trick are more like visual novels than puzzle games parts of spycraft the great game are close to what i want possible vghd assignment by the way but it's aged terribly and there are some web-based ones like that one hot stuff set an alarm for yeah like, that was like the master yeah, yeah. there was uh there's that online one that i can never think of the name of where you sign up for it. Where you get a puzzle a week. You get a puzzle basically. a week, yeah. Planetarium? Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. That was neat. I've been yeah. meaning to go back to that. Because it it's was, been I, long enough since I did it that I probably have forgotten all I of really it. enjoyed doing that. Like, the puzzles were oblique enough that, like, you could sort of, like, chew yeah. on them for a couple days. And it had a lot of interesting meta puzzle stuff. and Yeah. Uh, Wax says, uh, Big has invalidated no path for anything except leaderboard runs. Discuss. I mean, the options are basically A, start at level 1, or B, start at level 15, but no free runaways. You save more turns not having to power level. I personally love the idea behind Big, and I thank you for it, but it seems like it should be filed under not much of a challenge pass alongside Boris. Uh, I want to have big, burly, roaming men that show up every 20 turns and beat the crap out of you. Um... And then he says, I think Big might have been better as the Crimbo alternative challenge path, especially because it's perfect for Crimbo content. That is a that is a nonsense thing to say. Like Well, because I mean it serves the same role as that and saying this would be better to have this six months from now instead of now well, it's just, is no, a content free statement. No, it's just that this is somebody who does not know that we we have switched to a new paradigm of alternating low content with high content paths right because we up to this point we've been doing three it is content full paths it is also possible that we will break precedent with this and just not let you use it not let you ascend into it after it's no longer the current oh yeah path Hmm. i mean because if it becomes abuse abuse if it really i mean if it really does well i guess there's a couple questions is it a big deal if it invalidates no path except for leaderboard purposes i mean because what is no path for Right, I mean, it was the standard way of playing the game, but I would argue that the standard way of playing the game now is to just do whatever challenge path is in season. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and so those leaderboards, they used to be important, but they're not really anymore, and I think that's probably okay. Um, yeah, and to some extent, this is a little bit of an experiment, like what happens, especially in softcore, when you can play with almost all of your stuff right away. You know, that's, I think that's, it's going to be fun yeah. to see what people do. Lightwolf says, how much were you chuckling that the power leveling thread and the combat's more desirable thread showed up about a week before this path? Did those threads alter your design of the path at all? No. Not not at all. Uh, Kerbludgeon says, can we get a faxable, low monster level version of the procedurally generated skeleton to be inserted into the kingdom, pretty please? Its absence currently strongly disincentivizes the purchase of a monster manual for some of us. What? What? <laughs> I am guessing that by some of us, you mean my unique and crazy self. Wait, so the a faxable low monster level version of the procedurally generated skeleton. 
so so he is not buy. He is saying he's so he disincentivized from buying a monster level. Monster so he completed. He completed he the jar, the jar without without getting the factoids. Getting the factoids. This is this is like the theoretical person in some asshole's argument about this a year ago. Right. Made made real a year ago, four months ago. How long has Manuel been? A thing. Well, it's not how long has Manuel been a thing. It's how long has the Jickjar been a thing. It's oh. only been since the beginning of the year. I, I guess it's five months. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you care enough about the Manuel to think about this, is it even vaguely possible that you would have completed the jick jar? Well, for this guy, apparently. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess you could get into playing the game and never, and not donate for, like, your first six months and then and do something. But then you don't donate for six months, but then it is suddenly really, really important to you to have everything in the... I mean... Yeah, I mean, we've always said that the game is not is not a good one for completionists because I mean so it, in order to do this it would not be it couldn't be the same monster right because it just wouldn't work I mean it could there could be a second copy of it that had the same factoids yeah but that doesn't count that doesn't solve the problem yeah Blue Scream says, my wife, who is a much more serious gamer than I, has gone three days without logging on to WoW or Steam because of Word Realms just Aww. thought I'd pass her endorsement yeah. along yeah. oh cool yeah uh, Casey Wiederman says, please, Riff is the star of the show. His yes and just kills me. They is says, was big simplicity due to challenge path burnout? Um, I think... I think or preventing challenge. Well, I mean, I think it, it is in service of trying to help people not feel burned out. Like, oh, I was thinking of us burning oh, out no, of no. making. I think them. I think these. Ta- I think they're talking about players, and I, you know, I that that is something that like that was something that was definitely. Yeah, hearing from people and not wanting them to feel that way. So I feel like I feel like alternating a content-heavy one with a not content-heavy one, a rules-heavy one, and only having one like avatar style where you where it makes where a bunch of not, sense. Yeah, to, where you're not a player. Yeah, well, it, well, where it makes a bunch of sense to do thirty of them, right? Like do that once a year instead of two or three times a year. So, uh, Justin Arms is asking if we can how we feel about the idea of an option to make the Monster Manuel spit out factoids even when you've already gotten all the factoids at random, just so that you oh. can see that content. I can oh. see, I can yeah. see putting in a toggle for that. It's, yeah, yeah, that's I, good. I honestly was surprised that that was not how it worked to some extent because it's like you see them once, and then in order to see them ever again, you have to go hunting for yeah, them. Yeah, you have to look through the and it's it's good content. I just feel like it gets kind of cluttered. Yeah, people. Some people like that. Yeah. Uh, Go Funky Earth City says, "Is there any way you could sort combat items? Having one massive dropdown of items make combat take forever, and also is incredibly boring in areas where you need to be using a lot of combat items. Uh, like have one set of damaging items sorted by damage slash stun, one set of utility items. Eh, that's a little too far. If that's too complicated, could I just be allowed to have a shorter list of favorite items so I could just have the four or six items I use regularly? That I'm a lot more inclined to do. Um." That does sound helpful. So, like, uh, a, uh, like a subset in the combat action bar, or a subset in the vanilla interface that's like favorited items or something. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There's it, none of these things are abstracted out. It would it would require by hand going through and, and categorizing could, them. And there's stuff that that isn't doesn't neatly fit into. You could have an account option category. that caused it to. The account to explode. No, that caused the uh, the drop down for combat action choosing to be bubble sorted instead of alphabetic. Oh, you mean like by frequency of use? Yeah. Okay. So like... the the most recent one you used is at the top. Right. Well, that's already. Mm, no, I guess that's not. No. No, it is the the when you use a combat item, it stays in the. Well, the sure. The one, down. but when you have yeah. more than one. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think. Change secretly changing the order of that is just going to make it because it just makes it impossible to forward search. It's a lot easier <laughs> to forward search when it's alphabetical. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. It would have to be 
a thing that people would know that they were doing to turn that on. Uh, Revelator says, uh, one, I think someone suggested this before, but an underwater clan dungeon. Yeah, now we'll do that eventually. Two, speaking of non-coms, I wonder if perhaps it would be an interesting idea to come up with some sort of way, I would suggest a familiar, but then I would feel cheesy, to banish non-combats instead of regular combats. Sounds overpowered, and if you assess for a moment, you could probably see where its most common uses would be, but I thought it'd be worth asking nevertheless. Every time somebody suggests the idea of, like, olfaction for non-combats or banishing for non-combats, I pretty much reject it out of hand because... There are two reasons. One is that it's very narratively difficult to do in a comprehensible way. Yeah, monsters are at least ge- a general class of things. Non-combats are everything else. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and the second reason is that a tremendous number of things are non-combats that you might not think are non-combats. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it would just get... There would be no way to refer to them, right? Monsters have a name that you can say somewhere else. Right. But there are a lot of non-combats that are just like, you know, triggering a boss fight or. Oh, yeah. I guess there are like those weird invisible things. They would never see. They would never be able to banish that. Well, I mean, who knows? Right. Because how like that's the thing. A non-combat is not interactive. So you can't do anything while you're in a non-combat. So like using a banisher, it would have to be like, well, what was the last non-combat you went to? So then tracking the last non-combat you went to would have to either know to ignore the things that it didn't make any sense to be able to do that on. Fair enough. Sure. Right. I mean, there, it. We yeah. We use non-combats as a as a weird development tool that, in a lot of cases, is invisible sure. to I you. Mean, and this came from a time when everything was a non-combat in the game. Even for a while, like the monsters were just another kind of adventure. Huh. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I. I think. I. You know. I'm happier with the sort of what we came up with in Word Realms, which was to have non-combats always fire after an adventure um if they're if they're going to be anywhere after starting after a fight right because that that sort of gates everything in a sort of more satisfying way yeah and it's not ever you're never unhappy to see it right you're never unhappy to see a fight right right you always know you're always going to have a fight yeah yeah um Glebe says, is there any cute angel replacement in the Mr. Storepipe? Monster copying is so totes OP, and I'm sad I didn't buy one before they became 40 million meat. Well, let this be a lesson to you. Everyone should buy every <laughs> item of the month. <laughs> hey, Jake, says Alibit. I asked this before, and I'm sure you're busy in things, but can we get an option to display familiar count in profile, ideally right next to trophy and tattoo count? Uh, sure. Ask again when I'm not doing a radio show. <laughs> Sealer of Meat says, question, the new challenge path looks awesome. Answer. Does it? <laughs> Sporky McFork and Spoon says, this question is for Mr. Scullet, who I, I don't think will be on today, but I keep missing the question threads until after they're closed lately. Whatever. Would it be possible <laughs> to make more family hot dog at some point? They seem to bail on that because they weren't getting their stuff together. So I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. I mean, I think that part of the problem was that Did the two of them had the kind of job that lends itself to being able to do a podcast all the time. And two of them had like real jobs and the people with real jobs just weren't ever going to prioritize it over anything else. And so it's like you either, you know, it's weird. It takes, it takes a certain breed of like a combination of discipline and being a fuck up to do (laughs) podcasts as we do. And I think a lot of people just don't have the fuck up part. Right. So it's like they look at it and they think, well, what do I want to spend my time doing? Something productive or something that, you know, that doesn't make me any money. It is weird given how like you just put this stuff out into the world and except for, you know, question threads and stuff like that. You just have no idea whether anybody cares. Is this is this creating value? Yeah. Like and and, you know, the kind of temperament that lets you do that multiple times a week for 10 years is I gotta imagine fairly rare. Yeah, but not a certain kind of years. psychosis. More than more than five episodes, right? Like if you you're like, what am I getting out of this? Did you did you read that article about the the woman who took a like like a just I don't even know how many rolls of film, like just a bunch of street photographs of just pictures around like New York, and never showed them to anyone. And this guy like found a box of her photos at like some sort of yard sale or whatever well after her after her death and they're like they've made they've been put in galleries and stuff like that because they're like they're really interesting and good but like she just never showed them to anyone as far as as far as i can tell like i mean there's this possibility like you know the 
I remember talking to James Kochalka about this. Like, what he was talking about whether he wanted to keep doing the daily American Alex strip or whatever. Like, whether you know whether it was like, it, you know, whether it made him happy, whether it was like you know a thing that he should keep doing. And I'm like, well, you know, it was like this. Maybe someday this turns out to be like the Diary of Samuel Pepys, right? Where this is just this is just a that's daily, pronounced Pepys. P-E-P-Y-S, yeah. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Um, it's just like a daily account of what life was like during a period of time. Right. And, I, you know, somebody who t- somebody who takes a picture out their window in New York every day and thinks this isn't of any interest to anybody, but then they put it in a box and you find it 100 years later. And it's like, oh, yeah. this was a picture of New York every day 100 years ago. It suddenly, like, has value. Those, uh, those, I don't think our podcasts are going to be like that. Those awesome, like, uh, one picture a day sort of montages that people yeah, yeah, do yeah. over the course of two or three years. And like, that's super Man. great. That yeah. guy's New Year's Eve. This guy made a video. He recorded himself oh, just right. talking into a video camera every day. For, and it was just like, man, I watched that guy get fat and old. <laughs> I, I'm imagining Marshmallow Peep running around in the great fire of London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. On the way home, I jerked off on a prostitute. <laughs> Never going to mention that again. <laughs> Doesn't seem weird at all. <laughs> um, oh, no. Another putt says, would you be at all at all open to incentivizing no path and old path runs? For example, if during each challenge path, there was also one of the original teat, BM, no path, et cetera, that would offer leaderboard rewards or extra karma or something. Well, so they they offer foods and boozes that you can't get anywhere else. Oxy offers a whole outfit full of gear that you can't get anywhere else. Right, like they are uniquely incentivized already. You know, I am okay with those leaderboards being a little sad because people are excited about doing something else. You know, it does two things: like it lets people who want to get on a leaderboard go and do that, and their name's on a leaderboard for two months. You know, like good, good for them, right? Like, it's it's okay, it's okay. Uh, Glebe says, what was the thinking behind making Big Pants a quest item? They're no benefit, or they're of no benefit to having more than one, and it's not like they have relevance in any other paths with that 150 equipment requirement. Because I didn't, I wanted them to be outside of the space of us balancing other items against them. And a pair of pants with 150 equip requirement would not normally have that powerful of an enchantment on it. And so I just wanted to make it a thing that you couldn't take with you. Like, it's just not, I'm not a part of your system. They'd be far too big for you to wear anyway. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's what Riff's idea was the real idea. (laughs) Mine was just me being stupid. All right, guys, that's all the the questions, all the news that's Fit to eat some dinner. Yeah, let's go eat a pasty and drink a whole shitload of beer and then record a video games hot dog. Yay. Bye. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.